0: became a raven. Your art matters.
1: That's what got me here. Let's go, let's go. Ravens on three. One, two, three, three. Hello and welcome to the Ravens, a One Tree Hill podcast. I'm Simon and I love One Tree Hill.
2: And I'm Dom and I've seen 114 episodes of One Tree Hill.
1: And tonight's episode for debate is season six episode eight our life is not a movie or maybe so hello and welcome to the ravens a one tree hill podcast where it is always ten thirty at night so it's time to grab the snacks from the sweet cupboard move on upstairs and settle in as tonight's episode for debate is season six episode eight Our life is not a movie, or maybe, Dom, we are here. How are you, my friend?
2: I am very well, my friend. How are you?
1: I'm good. All the better for seeing... Your lovely face. And I actually wanted to start the podcast off with this sentiment because I was thinking earlier, while in the shower, often I do think about you in the shower, (laughs) and I was thinking... I don't think Dom really knows the extent to which us doing this podcast together has really had a positive effect on me to allow me to have some form of uh, creative outlet, which is something I would never have really described myself as, as like a creative person. But I think within this medium, I feel quite quite creative. Like I, I enjoy... We don't really do it on the One Tree Hill podcast episodes we do, but when it comes to like putting the movie podcast episodes together, like I really enjoy finding the music and putting it in and trying to fade it in and out at the right times. And though that might may not sound like super difficult or creative to people, like I really enjoy that and I enjoy putting together like our merch store and, you know, when we were getting like the new logos and artwork together and all of that, like I really enjoy this so much and enjoy our community and more than anything enjoy our conversations and how this is Uh, just enhanced our friendship to this whole new level that we have in adulthood and actually how much I was missing having like a genuine friendship um, which you just don't really get time for or life gets in the way when you're older and it shouldn't and as much as say if I'd came to you with the podcast thing and you weren't into it and say if I'd done it with somebody else or it just wouldn't have lasted it might have been like one episode or two and then didn't happen or whatever or like it did before or like when i tried it once before um in like my late 20s it's just i am just incredibly grateful to you and for you because this isn't something it's not like i said to you hey let's do a star trek podcast and it's something you're super into like you give your time every week you stay up late uh, when you have to wake up early the next day and all the rest of it and uh, yeah I just really appreciate it and really enjoy Wednesday nights or whatever night we sometimes have to change to
2: well that was incredibly kind wasn't it I wasn't <laughs> expecting <off> that <laughs> yeah what's <laughs> happening oh thank you very much no I I I I love podcasting with you It's it's been so much fun it's been a, like such a strange journey up until now as well from where we began to to kind of where we've got to and plans for the future and stuff as well so it's yeah it's all really exciting and you i you know put so much into it and i used to put so much into it and now <laughs> <laughs> um now i just follow your lead like a blind puppy um <laughs> but yeah no i think I, yeah it's been it's been brilliant and i, I do you know what i do often like think about The years that we we didn't really communicate you know we weren't really um close friends and and it feels like we've like closed that gap do you know what I mean we've like mended that that's like there was this rift and the rift is gone like completely it's like we've we've managed to close it um just by spending a lot more time with each other and being more grown up and also being incredibly stupid with that as well but yeah it's Mm -hmm. just yeah it's just been brilliant and it's like a proper like reconnection um that we've had over this time and it's been great fun and long may it continue
1: for sure yeah it's it's almost nice that we did have the gap in a way because it sort of allowed us to have these separate experiences that we can then tell each other about now as adults you know that and find the humor in it um so yeah, it's important, I think, to to have these ebbs and flows, but yeah, awesome. I'm super happy where we're at. And with that being said, I mean, it is, we were just talking about it before we started recording, but it is super surreal to think of where we're at. Like I was also thinking earlier about people we've spoken to on this podcast like wow! Like I spent, mm. particularly near the beginning or in lockdown when we were just going crazy for it, like or I certainly was anyway. It was just like trying to reach out to you know all these child stars. We had Icebox from from Little Giants on. I know that wasn't like a film that you loved when you were a kid, but to me, I mean that was like up there with that's that's up there with the Mighty Ducks which just the protagonist. It's amazing um i'm actually considering when i get some time at some point maybe when my son starts nursery um forget my career this i am i might go back and like remaster some of those episodes <laughs> because i know how to edit them now and i didn't put any effects on any of the audio or anything or level them out or take away background noise or whatever like i could you know when they went back to Star Wars and digitally remastered, except they actually then put Hayden Christensen. Do you remember there was this big uproar that they put him in to one of the originals or something? Wasn't
2: it? Yeah. So when, uh, when Vader's the, the ghost, when, when Vader is, is like dead and then becomes ghost Anakin, they put Hayden Christensen in instead of the original person, mm. if that makes sense.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: you know when they were like they got the blue glow around them yep and a, they did that with um, Ewan McGregor as well didn't they right they put him I in instead of Alec Guinness I think I may be wrong
1: I wonder if on I, I doubt it I wonder on Disney Plus if they have different options because they've done the different that's releases it. Like that's something I think that is a bit missed on streaming services, is it would be cool if you could go into, you go to watch Alien, and it was like, says do you want to watch the, orig- the theatrical version, or the director's cut? You know, mm. you don't, it's not like you get, you just get whatever's there, which I'm guessing is the theatrical
2: version. Yeah, probably, they probably just put whatever was the cheapest option. And <laughs> <Yep. laughs> <laughs> leave that, leave that there. <laughs> but yeah, it'd be good if you if you could have both. But then you're, you're kind of heading into dvd territory aren't
1: you mm-hmm. deleted um, scenes gag reel but but why why not have that stuff i mean for someone like disney where you own all your content it's not like netflix where you like licensing unless you created it mm. you might as well throw it on there speaking of netflix <laughs> i watched a show f and i started watching this show called obsession have you why? seen it like on the banners or anything like on the top of there it's like uh it's british and it's only four episodes. We dommed it and watched it just in one go in a night. <laughs> and it's kind of, like, damaged me.
2: Oh. <laughs> How? Why? What, what's it about?
1: Well, okay, the premise is this is all in, like, the trailer. So this is not to give anything away. There's a, there's a guy that's, like, a doctor that's, like, sort of face, famous in the medical world, like, a successful doctor got a load of money um, in London and he has, he's like older guys probably like, I don't know, like in his early fifties or something. And he's got a son that is say, I don't know, 25. And the son has this new girlfriend that's a little bit older. She's like 35, something like that. And the girlfriend comes in and kind of, the their, their dad's married and everything. Is kind of seducing the dad right and so starts like an affair with the dad while still sleeping with his son and then the dad becomes obsessed with her it being called obsession Mm. Um, and I'll just leave it there (laughs) but the way I ended it's kind of just like, you know when you finish a show and you're like, okay, and then a few days later you're like, oh god it's still there, still with you, and you're like, what the fuck like <laughs> I recommend watching it just for that, but uh, definitely anyone listening that's out there like, there's not one to watch with your parents, like there's definitely some Fifty Shades shit going on Um yeah <laughs>
2: wow okay what is it worth a watch is it is it worth i mean i
1: I would love you to watch it just so that we can talk about the ending (laughs) uh but yes it's definitely worth a watch like in in terms of it's not like something you'd ever watch twice it's not something that's going to win any awards but it is something that will keep you gripped for the whole four episodes okay and you can watch it just in a night they're like okay. one of some of the episodes are like 30 minutes. So. I'll
2: watch it on the train to work tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. But I'd be interested to to hear your opinion. Is Have you watched anything recently?
2: No, like t- to be honest, I've just got The Office on a loop. Um, oh, again? again. Yeah, I'm, I'm nearly at the end of season seven of The Office again. I only started oh, watching my... it. God, a week ago or <laughs> whenever. Not, not actually a week ago, but a couple of weeks ago, I I'd, I'd just put it on again because it's like company. And and to be honest, it's either that or Star Trek: The Next Generation. So I just thought I'd I'd put The Office on, um, and and kind of blitz through that again. Just because, like I said, I just leave it on when I'm working, and it's it's like bit of company and it's funny and a bit silly, you know. As you know, um, I had I I haven't watched anything. New though I'm just trying to think The, the only need- thing new that I've been watching is is Picard On um, Amazon But if you don't watch Star Trek You're not going to give a shit about that So it's really good know I know, sure I I know
1: that good. you would though Is it the last yeah. season?
2: It's the last season And what's really good is that all the cast from the next generation Are in this season of Picard Oh, that's so they're, cool. all, they're all back together for the first time in years, years and years and years, like 25 years or whatever. So it's that's really, cool. it's, it's really good. It's, it's, it's good fun. Um, I've got like another episode to watch. Well, uh, like I watched the first six cause they were on there like pretty quickly in a day. <laughs> and then, um, I've had to wait every week for the next episode to come out. So since then, is it?
1: So. is it shot like are they keeping it shot like the same sort of way as the next generation was or it, well, it's, it's just 25 years later so the te- everything looks more it, it's totally you know.
2: different and it's really dark and there's like swearing in it and oh. all sorts it's, like, it's not like traditional Star Trek it's really evolved it's really different
1: It's really but in different. a good way
2: yeah yeah it's really good. It is really good. It's it's just really dark. Like in in this season in particular. Like on the when they're on the ships for example years ago when uh Star Trek was the next generation was you know out and and whatever if you were to watch it now it's really light and bright and you're when they're on the ship everything's really brightly lit. But now it's all like really dim and dark and like the Panels and stuff are all like lit up, but the room is dark, and mm-hmm. it's like it's quite cool. It's quite cool, but yeah, it's it's very different, um, uh, and it's a lot more. There's a lot more sarcasm and like shittiness that way, but yeah, it's it's pretty good. I've been watching that. I, I've watched things like um, Clarkson's Farm and things like that. I think Jeremy Clarkson is an absolute uh, bell end, but it's, it's his, his, his. He is his,
1: the th- gone.
2: Oh, he is the epitome of shit cunt. But um, I was going to
1: say slunt. He is a yeah, slunt,
2: <laughs> absolutely. But um, Clarkson's farm is 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 it's, it's quite it's quite good. It's quite interesting. It's, it's fairly entertaining, but it's also like a really big, um. Really like highlights how shit farming uh, is like, like treated and considered in the UK. Because like he he puts so much work into it, and he's shit, and the whole point is that he's a bit shit, but he's got people that help him, that know what they're doing, and really like know how to like run farms and stuff. And he does everything he possibly can to make as much profit as he can. And at the end of the year, he comes away with about 20 quid profit, profit, just 20 pounds profit. And that's not because it's him and he's fucked up. That's because that's... Indicative of farming in the UK, farmers don't get fair prices for things. They don't get treated well by government, you know. And and he's actually highlighting that, um, but doing it in a way that's like, you know, I could do this because I'm Jerry Clarkson. But yeah, so it's interesting to watch. It is good. It is is quite entertaining, but you can't help but watch it and think, what a total bell end the entire the entire way through.
1: <laughs> well, he he is the epitome of. He represents a group of like that type of person that I just can't stand, mm. you know. Um, I guess some people would say they're called Tories, but I don't know. But <laughs> that's not paint yeah. everyone with the same brush, but
2: well, that's true, isn't it? It's true. He's a you know, Jacob rees Mogg, David Cameron. That well, he's like in that gang, isn't it's- he? You know.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He would have had Boris Johnson in a headlock in the locker rooms kind of thing.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shoving a pig head up his ass. That sort of there thing. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> that sort of
1: shit. Well on you will you will you do me a favour and watch beef, beef on Netflix? It's so good and you would love it and it kind of is like you in a way like it's the sort God. of rage i could imagine you having <laughs> and then the sort of vendetta you know it's like it's two people having road rage and it just be- escalates into complete chaos of them having beef with each other but they're just strangers
2: right okay
1: they have road rage in a supermarket car park and it just escalates and then goes on <laughs> for 10 episodes but it's like Really well acted, really great perform- like yeah, great performances. Well written. It's like darkly comedic, great drama. You just have to watch it. It's a, it's it's brilliant.
2: Okay, I will. This is like the fourth time you've told me to watch it, but I will watch it. Okay, instead Good. of the Office.
1: Well, yeah, but the Office is always going to be there, my man. I let's so. talk about some One Tree Hill stuff. So uh, let's start with. Someone that I've been meaning to announce as a new raven for a while and I keep forgetting, so please forgive me. But we're going to make it extra
2: big right now.
1: Dom's going to go into his bag for you (laughs) and pull out some tricks. Things we've never heard before. Voices we've never heard before. He's really going to... He was telling me before he's really going to go into this for you. So, coming in at varsity. No need for JV. Like Nathan in Slam Ball, no need for a tryout. You're in the team, kid. Just remember that dunks are worth three points and and field goals are two, all right? Let's not... Dunk it. It's called Slam Ball, Nathan. Varsity. A mayor.
2: Um, A mayor or A M A, Y A, A M A
1: Y A. A mayor.
2: Well, I didn't really need the introduction. I didn't need to know the spelling because Amaya needs no introduction. You know why? Why? Because because a mayor is a fucking champion Mm -hmm. and I don't just mean she's you know she's won a little medal that Mm -hmm. all the kids get now because you get a medal for competing you get a medal just for taking part no not a mayor a mayor has been involved all the way and has absolutely smashed it and we've taken Amea on. has joined us in the varsity mm. league because she yes. is amazing. Mm-hmm. We call her amazing Amea, and we call her that because she deserves it. She deserves to be called that because she's the best at what she does. There's no messing about. Absolutely mm-hmm. no messing about. Focus. Yeah. Laser guided focus. Never mm-hmm. misses a shot. Slam ball, you say? <laughs> That's child's play. Amaya mm-hmm. wouldn't even think about that Back mm-hmm. injury We've been there We've done that Fixed herself <laughs> Got back on the horse Smashing it And you know why? hmm Because she's the best Uh-huh But you know what makes her Even better?
1: Tell me <laughs>
2: <laughs> Nearly, nearly What makes <laughs> Amaya even better is This Amaya You just became a raven yeah, yeah, oh yeah! <laughs> that
1: was great. Really good, Raven called out. Yeah, really good.
2: I felt like it needed passion.
1: It, you brought that. I felt you like it needed that. a bit of passion, and in yeah, spades. Yeah, you mm. you weren't running out of passion at all.
2: Welcome, man. Nice to well, nice to have yeah. you on board.
1: Welcome to the team. See Magda <laughs> for your sweat towel. <laughs> Magda did pay in the end. Thank you, Magda. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sweat Power Gate
2: to the world. <laughs> Nine dollars yeah. or whatever it was.
1: Yeah. Um right, we also have an amendment to Ooh. make Okay. to a previous Raven shout out that we did a is, few weeks ago.
2: Is this a name we got wrong?
1: Yes. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. Now, firstly, she didn't mind. Um, she was lovely about it. Um, but I said it matters to us that we want to get your name right so that we can say it properly on the podcast because it's important. Mm-hmm. So she's spelled out phonetically for me. Nikaya. So I had said it as Nikya. It's Nikaya. 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 He came in at JV. Nikaya. Dom, over to you, my friend.
2: You know What? Nobody's infallible. Nobody, you know, can get away and get through life without making a mistake. And that was us. Because our team, our team don't make mistakes, but we make the mistakes sometimes. So we have to pay for that. And this is the time. This is the time that that happens because we owe a valued Raven an apology. Yeah. And Nikaya, we're sorry. So sorry. And it doesn't end there because we're going to say it properly. Yeah. You ready? Oh, yeah. Nikaya, you just became a raven.
1: Nikaya, thank you so much for being so lovely in the messages. And, uh, yeah, thank you for being on the team. But, Dom, I think it's fair to say that... You are the Y.E. of our team, right? I mean, you do the voice. If He's your spirit animal. He's on your there's desk.
2: A, there's an opening in my lineup.
1: There he is. Um, He's not on the desk anymore. He's been relegated to underneath the television. But I think he probably gets more viewership there from guests.
2: Uh, I don't have guests. But, <laughs> but yes. <laughs> well, I'd like I like to think was, of, if I was to have a guest round, they would see Whitey.
1: And what about Randolph?
2: Randolph sits on top.
1: Okay. Fine. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, Whitey, your favorite
2: character, it's fair to say. Yes, absolutely. Needs to return.
1: Well, Dom, as we're gonna mention on every one of our podcast episodes in the build-up, are wonderful friends and partners at BR guest conventions, be our guest con. Find them on Instagram. Find them on your social medias. Put it into Google. Who are putting on Comet Con? Comet Con. It's clever. It's like Comet Con, but it's Comet Con. You see it, Dom? It's clever.
2: I see it. It's smart. It makes sense, particularly in this season.
1: Exactly. And we know that the god himself... Chad Michael Murray has already been announced. Excuse me.
2: No, no, no. That well, it was a, a a sneer at Chad Michael Money. Sorry, not not at him. He, okay. he is royalty. Royalty.
1: Thank you. He has been announced. It's happening. November, Manchester, Manny. Give us a Manny accent one time, Dom.
2: Sunshine. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I've got.
1: <laughs> that will do. And the second guest has been announced. I mean, you already know I got so excited I messaged you on two different platforms about it at the same time. It, like, just immediately,
2: yeah. <laughs> I was
1: like, which one is he gonna see?
2: <laughs> and I saw both at exactly the same time.
1: Do do, <laughs> do your what do your WhatsApps come up or do they archive? Like, if I send you a message, does it come up on your screen? Yeah. Because I think, because WhatsApp changed its settings a while ago, that you can have this option where it doesn't show you and it just sits in your archived messages.
2: (laughs) Yeah, but you have to to move the conversation to the archive.
1: No, that's what I'm saying. There's this setting now where even if if they're an archived message and they get a new message, it stays archived.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. I I archive group chats. Yeah, yeah. I, because I, they drive me nuts. But, of course. But then, but then I get the when I enter the app, I can see that you there's see a, it come up a number. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you have to send conversations to the archive.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Usually,
2: but yeah, right. I use it all the time. But you're not archived.
1: Right, that's what I'm saying, yeah. And you're not. Half, <laughs> right, good. So, okay. So, well, that's good. So now I know that I can make sure. Anyway, I was so excited. I had to get you on both. Because, oh, please, you announce it, Dom. Who is the second guest that has been announced for Comic Con November, Manchester 2023?
2: It is going to be the legend himself, Mr. Barry Corbin, Whitey Durham. Oh yeah Yes. Yeah.
1: Lock up your cashew nuts cause Barry's come in the manny
0: <laughs> Dom, you're oh, gonna yeah. get
1: to not only meet him but to host a panel with him to how do you feel about hosting a panel, by the way? I mean it's very much like it's very different to do you remember when we went to Horacon and uh, we watched Craig Sheffer's panel, and the dude was like interviewing him and asking him quite, It's Basically, an interview in front of an audience, and then they'll pass the mic round. I mean, that's basically will be our setup. I mean, we've never we've only ever done one interview in person. I mean, I don't think we can really count the Chad one, uh, but you know, we did a proper sit down interview with Craig Sheffer, and I mean, I'm so nervous. I think we both were, right? So nervous doing that in front of a camera and everything, but let alone having a fucking audience, a live audience.
2: <laughs> I, I mean, I think we'll be all right. I think it'll be okay. If you just ignore the audience and, and feel like pretend like you're talking to that person yourself, you'll still be sweaty, sweaty palms, like the wettest hands in the West. It's just <laughs> yeah. terrifying, but... Um, I I think it'll be amazing. I might take the... Because one of the jerseys I've got is Durham 1. So I might get him to sign it.
1: Hell yes. And then we'll
2: auction it off. What? No, No, it's not really. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That was a joke.
1: You have to frame that shit. I might do. Well, hey, hey, hey. Ah, just Craig. You should bring that. Bring one of your Dazzlecough jerseys. And you should be getting them signed. By everyone we interview. Like as well as I've got the Deb's Den hoodie, obviously. Because then it's only Craig that you're missing the signature from. And who knows? There's going to be more announcements. So this is only... So get your tickets, everyone. Tickets are on sale for Barry, for Chad. They're doing photo ops together, separately. uh, And it's just going to be the best convention vibe. It's going to be chilled. It's going to be nice, like... Be Our Guest Con are putting on so much stuff. It's so thoughtful. It's going to be awesome. They're going to have mer- special merch there as well. Dom and I are going to be there. is going to be here. She's flying over. Um, it's amazing. It's going to be an amazing time. Can't wait. Get your tickets. Be Our Guest Con.
2: And it's the, the first time an All One Tree Hill convention has been done in the UK. Ever. So this is, this is going to be... Super special, like amazingly special for like the mega fans out there and people that are listening, wherever you are in the world. If you can get here and you want to come, please do. Uh, and the people that listen in the UK, like Manchester's not that far away,
1: not at all. You can get, and it's easy to get to by train. And like our European listeners. You know, the Eurostars a thing. Get involved. <laughs> you know, the the train and uh, the, the train, the play. you know, flying in, Manchester has an airport. Like it is gonna be an amazing weekend in November. Dom and I will be there, we'll be hitting Nando's afterwards with Barry. But we're not gonna be able to get Barry away from us, Dom. He's gonna love us that much. I'm, <laughs> I'm telling <saying>. you.
2: <laughs> we're gonna become his people. You know, like, you know, people, they, people like him will have people that look after him and take him around and be like, okay, you know, Barry, we've got to go to the next thing now, and the, we, we've got this. And we, we're going to be those people. We're like, mm-hmm. just, just me and Whitey babbling in a dress.
1: Babbling in a dress. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So get your tickets. Where do they need to go, Dom?
2: They need to go to be our
0: guest
1: be our guest be our guest be our guest con put it into google put it into instagram find it love it subscribe all of that good shit and buy the tickets it's gonna be great can't wait so dom let's talk about one tree hill we're gonna be joined by og angela in a minute which is great so we're looking forward to her first time on the podcast but she has featured on many watch along so it's going to be great to get her perspective on this episode big episode lots to talk about kind of goes all over the place really we we get uh we know we're we've got slam ball over here on one side we've got lucas having a book optioned over here on another side we've got peyton on a military base over here for no apparent reason on another side we've got the Brooke and Sam stuff is crazy and upsetting. Um, there's all kinds of things going on. Talk to me, baby. Where do you want to start? And how do you feel when I call you baby?
2: I like it. I like it. The fact that you haven't done that more often um, hurts a little bit. So, yeah, let's let's drop that in a few more times. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I don't mind where we start. Like, should we get? Peyton and Derek out the way. Okay. Let's get, start there. I forgot his name. Do you know what? I forgot his name. and I thought the whole time thinking, he pushed Psycho Derek through a window. What's his name? And I'd actually said to myself, he pushed Psycho Derek through mm-hmm. a window with some help because, you know, Marines aren't strong enough to push skinny psychos through a window um and i i'd said derek several times i was thinking what the fuck's his name and then remembered actually the whole point of that story is that he he pretended to be her brother so obviously he was he is called derek as well which is a
1: uh, reminder to our original rap that we put i reposted on instagram the other day from the very early days of the podcast of my half brother my half brother (laughs)
2: I loved it. I love. I still love it. I still love it. So good. And I had nothing to add to it other than Daddy Glover, <laughs> which has got a beautiful picture when it comes up.
1: Yeah, yeah that's a, that's my creativity coming to play. I enjoyed editing that together like years ago. But that that's what, you know what's funny. That's hilarious. You had the entire I was like going for like pr- almost a minute. And all you could come up with is Danny Glover. And then I think the line after it, which is cut off on the thing, is you go, is Lover with a G on the front? <laughs> but good time. Do you know what? When I hear that back, I actually think, I'm actually quite impressed with myself in some of it because, <laughs> all right, I'm not being like, I don't think it's like, you know, Beethoven, but it's the, <laughs> for some of it is like, um, But listen, you want to be his lover, but I say no, choose another, because that's my half-brother. Like, it actually goes together, and I was just making it up on the spot. Like, that's not like... Come on.
2: It was good. I enjoyed it at the time, and I enjoy it still.
1: Thank you. (laughs) I didn't hear you say it's like your ringtone or anything, but fine.
2: My phone's always on silent, but if it wasn't, it would be.
1: Oh, my God. I... Same, by the way. <laughs> always on silent. Sometimes I like put, I will put it on loud if I'm expecting a call or something I need to hear it, and it always freaks me out. I'm like, oh yeah, that's my ringtone. It's just whatever the standard Apple the
2: the horrible ring. Yeah, yeah, same.
1: I've been meaning to meaning to bring this up on the podcast or just to you in general for so long, <clears throat> and I keep forgetting. And now I'm worried. Have we brought this up on the podcast before? I can't, I'm not sure. Maybe we have. We've done over 200 of these now. It's hard to know. And they will last between two and three hours each. But <laughs> do you remember when like Limp Biscuit was a thing? Mm-hmm. Um, We were playing football in my garden. So we must have been like 14, 13, 14 years old, something like that. And it was just you versus me and we're just messing around and I had the ball and I was trying to keep you off of my back and so I made up a song called Give Me Some Room of course have we spoken about this on the podcast? Uh,
2: maybe not on the podcast
1: because I can remember exactly how it goes and some and (laughs) may I can you remember how it goes?
2: yeah I think so. I well, I, re- I just remember the like the beginning bit,
1: which was that's. I mean, I think that's all that there was. Which I think, was, yeah, I
2: think it might, didn't it just go? Give me some room. Give me some room. Give me some room. Wasn't
1: wasn't that? That's so close. It's
2: <laughs> Give me some room. Give me some room. Give me some room.
0: Bomb, bomb, bomb.
1: Which, I think is pretty good. Now, what I'm thinking is someone like Chuck could probably edit some like actual music over the top of this right? and do something. So I'm thinking like the Danny Glover thing, like, what can you add to this? Like, as in...
2: <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are you bringing to the table, boy?
1: <laughs> right, give me something that rhymes with room. Um broom zoom give me some room in the zoom or oh, hit you with a broom bomb <laughs> bomb bomb bom. it's as easy as that but yet yeah, you can't piece it together I don't know what can I do with you Not with the... oh gosh <laughs> no I mean okay well, I don't know Chuck I done there's a sound bite there can you do something with it please
2: make it work
1: make that into a song
0: Please.
2: Mm. Yeah? Okay.
1: <laughs> okay. Done. Good. Okay, so back to Derek. Oh, I have a big plot hole with Derek that I right. only just figured what I saw on my second watch. And I maybe I'm being stupid, so maybe you can fill me in if I've missed it messed this up. Peyton obviously didn't know that her dad was Mitt Wolf. Right, Correct. because he came and that was that's been the storyline for the last however many episodes and then she found out and blah blah blah. Now she met Derek ages ago, but now it comes to to light that Derek knows who that knew who their dad was because he asked Mick Wolf to play a USO show and he's still waiting for him to get back to her. So why didn't Derek ever just tell Peyton? Or is it that did they just forget that point? I
2: uh, I was so confused by it when we were watching last week at The Watch Along that I was like, Oh no, maybe I'm wrong. So I thought I was wrong. I thought I've yeah. no, I've missed something here. And then I was like, Well, hang on, hang on. Mix both of their dad but
1: Wait, yeah, both both of obviously, their obviously dad different and different mums, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. So like Ellie is obviously her birth mother, yeah, and whoever, whoever else is Derek's birth mother, yeah. But Mick is is the dad for both of them, yep. But I'm pretty sure he, yeah, he never ever mentions Mick Wolf or really knowing who he is, right? No,
1: no, and you'd think that'd be the first thing that, that they'd that would say be the,
2: the fucking topic of discussion, wouldn't it? Yeah. Other than who's this skinny white guy? that I've just shoved through a window that was trying to <laughs> kill you and that. Who the fuck's that? Pretending to be me. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, is uh, like, what do you know about our dad? It's the yeah, one thing well, we have actually, in common at this point.
2: Yeah, actually, I know that he's this, that and the other because it, it's, it's only at this point that Peyton kind of discusses him with Derek, discusses Mick with Derek and says, you know, I finally met him. He's not really dad material. So I don't know whether Peyton found out, figured it out, told Derek through a letter or something. Derek then got in touch with him and said, hey, you're my dad. Do you want to do a USO show for us?
1: No, because he was making it sound like he asked him like years ago and is still waiting. I think it was just lazy writing to just get to, oh, so Peyton can do a USO show.
2: Yeah. It it certainly seemed like that. And I, I, again, I was confused in the watch along thinking, what have I missed? And I thought I was the problem. But I'm glad that you've brought it up and One Tree Hill is actually the problem.
1: Well, okay. Maybe we're both just dumb, but that's the way that I saw it is that that the, the show's being dumb. Um, I don't
2: think we are. I don't think it's time. I don't us think we time. ever are. <laughs>
1: <laughs> ever.
2: Never. <laughs>
1: um,. Yeah, it. There it was a lot of chat in the chat on the watch along on the Zoom chat of people saying, "Oh, this is like military propaganda and things like that." I'm kind of dense when it comes to things like that. Um, like really dense with that kind of thing. Um, what so I don't. I'd, so that's what I mean. I have zero idea if that's what it was about, or I what because regardless of if if it had any kind of ulterior motive or not, I liked her checking in with Derek. It felt quite nice. Like you know, sometimes we have those grounding moments of let me check in with someone, and it's like it would be nice there for Peyton to have that with Larry. Really, to be like, "'Hey, what's going on with your life and what you've been through, and you know I'm s- supposed to be responsible for you in some way, or I guess you're an adult now, but you know'm supposed to care, so I thought yeah. it was nice to see Derek, regardless. I mean, did you enjoy seeing him back? I mean obviously you are you like the Marines, or you know you like you know military stuff in movies and t v shows.
2: Yeah, I I thought it was a it was a it was a big surprise, and obviously he sent Peyton a letter to invite her to him getting a medal to this sort of ceremony, which is which is nice, and I think it's a good thing to do. And she's, you know, it's at the base where they were at before, um, because they go to the ring and and they talk about their past and all of that, um, and then we get the confusing Mick Wolf bit, um, but. When they pin the medal on him They pin it kind of on the pocket And then it's on his shoulder And like the next scene It's moved It's very annoying Very annoying Hmm. annoying moment, it, it suddenly jumped like four inches like higher than it was before It just made no sense at all But um like, the only thing that I could say, like, if people are saying it's kind of like propaganda for the military, the only thing I can think of is that they were saying, you know, it's good that you found your calling and you found your calling in the Marines. Mm-hmm. So that might that might be what they're getting at.
1: Yeah, maybe.
2: I, I, I didn't see it. I just saw it as Peyton's half-brother.
1: From um, another mother. Exactly. <laughs> she wants to be his lover. <laughs> Said, no, choose another because that's your half-brother. <laughs> I don't know.
2: It's Which just means that she's even more like Lucas than we thought because she's got a half-brother. They've got the same dad. The dad's a yeah. deadbeat, you know, loser kind of yeah.
1: thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah, that so, has never been explored that, oh, I have <laughs> a half-brother too. Um, I guess mm. that, you know, she got on well with Derek from the beginning. Well, that's not actually true like she didn't get on well with him right at the beginning and he was kind of uh shielding her or um not shielding her conditioning her to be able to look after herself right um but on that note let's pause there for a second and let's bring in og angela we'll just allow the audio to connect before we go into our wonderful intro angela are you there and can you hear us
3: I am and I can. Hello.
1: Angela Ooh. has landed. But before <laughs> we get there, let's introduce you. You've been on many a watch along first time on the actual podcast. Long time supporter. We appreciate you. Welcome. How's it going?
3: Thank you. Uh, it's going well. It's going well. My day has come to an end, so I'm pretty excited about that. Happy to be with you guys. Excited to chat. Excellent.
2: What what a perfect way to, to kind of top off the day.
3: Yeah, absolutely. What better way than with Dom and Simon? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Excellent. And
2: Can,
3: One Tree Hill. And, and One, tree, one hill. tree Hill. And a cherry on top.
2: Nice.
1: <laughs> Can you tell us a bit about like your history with One Tree Hill? Like, Where did it begin for you?
3: Oh, gosh. So I was thinking about that last night. I think uh, back in the day I was actually watching Gilmore Girls. Um, And Chad Michael Murray was on there for a couple of episodes and they were either promoting a new show or heavily promoting a show that he was on. And that is how I first learned about One Tree Hill and started watching it and kind of fell in love um, with the stories and the characters and things escalated from there.
1: And how many times would you say you've seen it all the way through?
3: Um, Probably three I just made my significant I didn't make him uh, He gladly did it We just watched it from start to finish Not too long ago So probably three times from start to finish And then on in the background on the weekends When I'm cleaning, things like that
0: Nice yeah. and If you
2: had to pick a season as your Favorite What would be your favorite mm. And does your significant other agree Would they pick the same season Ooh.
3: She does not <laughs> agree um, we have different favorite seasons. His favorite season is three, and mine is actually season six, the one that we're in now.
2: Ooh, interesting. Yeah. Is it your favorite because of what's already happened or what's about to happen?
3: Ooh. Ooh, both? That's a safe answer, both. <laughs> that is a safe I, I just think it's really fun, yeah. I don't want to spoil cool. you. <laughs>
1: Well, Angela, I also have to apologise to you because we've, I've, like, we've had to move your episode around so many times, and there's the schedule's been all kind of crazy recently. So, really uh, sorry about all of that, but so glad that you're here now. And this episode is juicy. There's so much that goes on. Um, we were just talking about. we only really just started talking about this. You know how this goes. Uh, yes. but th- we've. <laughs> <laughs> We've just started talking, really, about Peyton and uh Derek. Can wow. you be? Can you back us up, or let us know that we're wrong? We we're thinking that there's some sort of issue with the writing here because Peyton says to, or Derek says to Peyton that she, that he has asked Mick Wolf to play a USO show for the mm-hmm. army. And he's still waiting for a response. So if if that's the truth, then Derek knew who their dad was and just hadn't told Peyton.
3: Yes, that's that's what I think as well. I feel like in previous episodes he said that he didn't know who their dad was.
1: Yeah, so it's just poor writing. Like they've just yeah. forgotten the continuity. Yeah,
3: that happens in this show sometimes.
1: That's okay. Was I dumb? We're not dumb.
2: We're not, no, no, I, I knew we'd be, we'd be along the right lines with that.
3: Yeah, you guys are right.
1: <laughs> well, okay. So we were just talking about how, you know, it was quite nice. It was nice touching base with Derek. Uh, I mean, what are your thoughts on him coming back from <clears throat> this episode, Angela?
3: Um, I think I would have liked to have seen more content with him as Peyton's brother. I think that would have brought more to the show. Um, it was nice to see him, and it sounds like maybe Peyton's going to help him out um, with a, a concert or something. So that should be fun to see. But I would have liked to have seen him as more of a not, maybe not a regular character, but like a reoccurring character. Um, I think he could have brought some interesting things to the show other than that, I'm not really a fan of him just popping up, um, just popping up randomly.
2: Yeah, I I really appreciate that actually because I I think, I think I would have liked that as well, like letters Mm -hmm. that Peyton reads out to Lucas. Oh, I got another letter from, from Derek today. He's in wherever and this is what they're up to and it's, it's really nice to hear from him and he's just, you know, sending me some encouragement and that kind of thing and, Mm -hmm. you know, and the fact that, he didn't even know she ran a record label.
3: Yeah. As well. Yeah. Yeah. This like
0: didn't
2: so know crazy. anything about her. Bizarre. I kind of yeah, it's, like, it's like in the time jump, they didn't communicate. Mm-hmm. the time jump plus probably a year on top of that as well. Yeah. So it's been about five years since they last spoke.
3: Yeah. Well, how old's Jamie now? <laughs> like five
2: well, or yeah, six? Yeah, he's
3: five.
2: Isn't he or six? Yeah. whatever. Yeah.
3: So it's been a while since they spoke and it shows in the writing. Yeah, they have, yeah,
2: they should have in- included him a lot more. Mm-hmm. I think, like along the lines, like not physically, but like yeah, kind of emotionally. You
3: know, yeah, phone calls or video chat exactly. back in the early two thousands. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, anything a letter would have done, and and her yeah. reading the letter, but that would have been good.
3: Yeah, yeah. I I
2: I think I think we we would have fixed the episode. In fact, I could have probably done with more of him and Peyton in this episode than the girls at slam ball because that was very to categorize it for a uk audience it was gcse drama for an american audience and potentially australian it was very high school acting. yeah
1: the you yeah. talking about the parts of uh hey owen why didn't you cover 23 and why you're at it why didn't you deal with your not wanting kids <laughs> yeah
2: but just all of them all of them in that scene like probably except for Sam and Jamie funny enough mm-hmm. the, the 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 three main ladies the queens are they <laughs> acting it was dreadful can i can <laughs> i add
1: something here you know so i was um as people know, I just get sick all of the time because I'm now bubble boy as I've got into my mid-30s for some reason. Uh, A sneeze might kill me, but it's fine. Uh, And so I, I was not very well a few days ago and I was watching Adam Sala movies in bed because that is like my safe place. It's my comfort zone. And as much as I love all of those movies, I mean, the acting in it is what the acting is. And it reminded me of like a scene that you would see in like an Adam Sandler movie, you know, of the acting. And that's okay when it's in those movies because they're like comedy movies, and it's it's an Adam Sandler movie. You're you've got the heightened uh, disbelief, right? Jeez. Where any where, yeah, where anything can happen, you know. Um, you but you're gonna see chubs and a crocodile waving at you in the sky in a minute, you know. And but we're here in One Tree Hill where the the sense of disbelief is meant to be relatively low, you know. And until you go into those moments of psychoderic and Nanny carry and stuff, it's meant to be like this could happen, this could happen. This, you know, uh, more like yeah. So I, I, I'm with you. It did. It stuck out to me as well as being weird.
2: Okay. Yeah, it could have been like a scene from The Water Boy, couldn't it? There on yes. like the bleachers and the crazy activity happening on the field, and then we cut away to them shouting at the the players and stuff. Yeah, it, it was just, I yeah, it wasn't great. I think I think it was there for a reason because we want to see Nathan get battered, and we want to see Haley's concern, and obviously Jamie enjoying it, and then and then his concern the next day when he's like, "Oh, you can't get up." But I I think I actually probably would have preferred to have more of Peyton and Derek than that
3: actual story versus faces.
2: Yeah, exactly, exactly. That would have been, I think, more interesting to me.
3: (laughs) Mm -hmm. I agree.
1: I, I, I also the mouth and Gigi stuff. um, (laughs) It it, is kind of like the. (laughs) no no it's not it's not nice to watch and also Uh the it's kind of being used as comic relief but what i think is missing is there's nothing showing us as an audience why mouth would put up with any of this like Mm -hmm. as in there's nothing to say that he feels insecure in his relationship with millie in any kind of way to feel that he would be not that he's necessarily playing into it But he is allowing it to happen, you know, like as if if there was something in there to be like he feels like he's not getting attention or something or he's insecure about something or whatever it may be. And Gigi is somehow giving him something there, which I'm not saying therefore it's right, but it's like we could understand him as a character. But because there's none of that, we're just thinking, "Mouth, you're just being a dick for, for zero reason either it's not like there's any reason to inform your character of being that way Mm -hmm. that we could later forgive or later understand or you can develop and learn from there's no nuance it's just so now we're just you're just being a bit unlikable and then it makes us all hate Gigi um completely i mean i don't know angela am i being too harsh what what do you think
3: no i don't think you're being too harsh it's very uncomfortable as a woman to watch something like that and to know that a man um, wrote that for you know a young girl to push, portray and then the reaction of, of who it's aimed at is just, oh ha ha this is cute and it's kind of cool and thanks I think that it's gross
1: Yeah well said. Dom, what do you think?
2: Yeah, now like, if you think about it as uh, I mean it's gross anyway, but if you think about it as who Mouth is meant to represent mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. It makes it so much worse. worse. You know, him being called sexy and a hot piece of arse and arse, ass, sorry, and, like, all of that stuff. <laughs> it's, it's yeah, it's very creepy. It's very weird. Very creepy. Um, very creepy. Yeah. And just not it, good TV. It's, it's just... Yeah, it's not. It's not that those elements aren't aren't great. I mean, like, I I don't want to like shit all over this episode because there were some really good bits of the, the episode, the, mm-hmm. and, and there's some good conversations. And actually, Nathan, Nathan's stepping in when he's having the interview, and he's like, "Come on, man, sweat yourself out." Like M- M- Millie's a rock great star, girl. Remember, yeah, rock whatever he said? Yeah, she's she's like she's a diamond, you know. Is what <laughs> yeah. is what would have been said over here? She's a diamond. Um, so. Yeah, I think I think it's good to see that coming from Nathan because Nathan mm-hmm. evolved, like stealing school buses and stuff, school buses like, and all over that,
3: licking things out of belly buttons. Ugh.
1: Yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, old yeah. school Nathan, old school <laughs> yeah. Nathan. But but you see, there's a difference, though, right? And that's such a great point. So Nathan evolved, so he knows better. So it's great that it came from him. Mm-hmm but we were, but we saw why Nathan was doing it because Dan had sort of put that into him, you know, that sort of shallowness. And, uh, uh, you know, he, really, Nathan was really insecure, right? He was insecure of um, he's always having to be the guy and has to be number one and has to get his dad's approval and this, that, and the other. And it made him into a douchebag. And so, okay we can understand it so we can still like the character and then we really like the character when they evolve and change mouth there's nothing telling us why mouth would allow any of this
3: mm-hmm. he's not grown so, i don't think um throughout the seasons yeah. from high school to now he was the same kind of creepy dude then that he is now and his suit right, doesn't the, fit him like the neck is too big that just really bothered me when i was watching the episode <laughs> like he, i feel like he's playing dress up <laughs>
2: Get
1: Taylor mouth. In his, he's in his dad's. He's
3: shirt. in his dad's clothes exactly.
1: <laughs> yeah. I definitely dressed like that in my first job. Though when I when I met Effiny, which was like the first week of my first job, I was wearing a jumper that my mom had bought me that was like a double XL, and I was probably like a medium at that point. But I was like <laughs> that was like you know in like my better days. I was like twenty two. Uh, yeah. Uh, so maybe his mom was dressing him as well. Who knows? <laughs> but not a good look for mouth. No, definitely not.
3: Well, we know if Millie was dressing him, the, the clothes would at least fit.
1: True, true. And, and Millie was good, well, in saying, you know, well, she shouldn't have to, should she? But she's no. like, um, you know, you, you not. You know, I'll see you at home then. You know, not late. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just not. It's not nice.
3: Yeah, I thought she did a good job, kind of handling the situation. Very polite and respectful, and sort of trying to set those boundaries with um, Gigi.
2: I, I think Gigi is getting into Mouth's head now, mm-hmm. and, and and Mouth is going to now complicate everything massively. I think that's my kind of prediction yeah, Give us for, for the them.
1: predictions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How far is this? <laughs> where is this going to end up?
2: Uh, I, I, I think mouth will kind of heed the words of Nathan, but he'll he needs to go to a point that's his limit so i don't think he's gonna go like all the way but he might end up kissing her and then realize what he's doing and be like get off me i'm with millie or or Gigi will try and kiss him and then that'll be the point of him going no what are you doing you know like he he can't i think he sees it as fairly harmless to begin with and then it will get to a point that is too far and then he pushes her away but i i i also think millie is the sort of uh, adding Millie as, as, as that element of sweetness and kindness and sort of purity she'll catch them in, in an act of something and it will be awkward as hell and it, it will be misconstrued or something else like he pours coffee on himself and has to take his trousers off and she Gigi happens to be in the office like helping him get changed because he's you know burnt his legs or whatever because of this hot coffee but it looks like she's taking his trousers off to you know and millie walks in at that point and then it's like no no millie wait wait it's not that you know and maybe it's going to be something silly like that and he has a lot of explaining to do Um,
3: interesting interesting so you think he's going to burn himself with coffee okay i hope so so. (laughs) (laughs) really fucking hot coffee as well (laughs) sure and of course that requires help taking the pants off though
2: yeah, but it's that sort of silly <laughs> thing I know it sounds stupid, but it's, it's just that kind of thing Where she'll be in the room and they'll be like, oh my god You know, like, let me undo your belt And it's just because he's, like, panic, like flailing around Like an idiot sure. And then all of a sudden, you know He's in G- down. Meet Millie. She, She's around And Millie, yeah, w- walks in
3: Like the, um What was that kid's name, Deb And the Tim. funny guy Pin, Tim, thank you from
1: the what yeah. was it the first season Boy, kind of season? boy toy auction Boy toy episode.
3: Episode, yeah. something like that Exactly
2: Yeah, that could yeah. Be fun. I think that's going to happen but it's going to be a bit more serious than than Dan walking in
1: <laughs> <laughs> No Dan in this episode as a uh, just as you mm. mentioned him there mm, so
0: Sure
1: Okay <laughs> well let's yeah. let's let's leave them there then um Angela which Fred would you like to follow
3: Uh, let's start with Peyton and Derek because she's my favorite character Peyton and Brooke are my favorite character but let's start with Peyton and Derek sorry well I
1: think (laughs) that's okay well I mean I don't know what I'm not really sure what else we can um, we can add about them Um, I mean where so it seems it seems that they're going to hit the yeah Peyton's going to do a USO show so that's really nice so potentially you know we'll see something happen with that more Derek, that would be nice. See how that goes. Uh, yeah, it was nice. I mean, what were your thoughts on them, Angela?
3: I, so it's not my favorite storyline simply because he just randomly popped back up. I thought it was sort of a device to to add something more to the story than was already there, but I like him as a character. Um, and I, you know, go back to what I said before, I would have liked to have seen more of him in the series, even if it was just, you know, those letters and cards and things like that. Um, but I I thought that their interactions on this particular episode were were pretty good.
1: Yeah, it was nice. I mean, I guess Peyton also has a big, um, well, the massive hand to play in the crescendo of this episode, but let's, let's park that part because let's hit that. Let's hit that when we get to Lucas and then we can talk about that uh, massive reveal, which is awesome. (laughs) It's one of my, that's one of my favorite reveals. Actually, mm-hmm. of the show, I think, because it's such a—I never saw it coming. Um, we'll talk about whether Dom did. I know I watched the watch along back to watch the episode, and I could see the moment that something was, you know, twinging in his
3: <laughs> in his little, little brain
1: face. But yeah,
2: <laughs> his little brain,
0: his little brain.
1: Well, what about Brooke? Um, on the other side of things, what well, Dom? Brooke, talk to me about Brooke um, and Sam and Owen and that dirty mustache. He just needs
2: to shave off. I hate <laughs> it. <laughs> um, just, just to touch on the the USO show, I, if it's any sort of return of Pete Wentz, I will never watch the show again. <laughs> oh. If Fall Down Boy appears, I'm not going to be happy. Um, not a fan. I just, just the, just Pete. Like the, the rest of Fallout Boy can appear, but Pete needs w- to just not talk.
3: What I was gonna say, what um, if they just sing? That's
2: fine. That's that's, fine. that's okay. okay. If it's okay. yeah, that'll be okay. Um, but it kind of feels like we're heading that way, like, oh, we've got some like musical sponsors or, or there's some groups that, you know, have got an album releasing, and it'll be great to have them in the show. So mm-hmm. you know, Pete's gonna put on a some sort of concert and, and they'll be the main the headline act kind of thing. So okay. And what's her face will come yeah. back? What's her face? What's her face? What's her name? Mia. That stole Yeah, that's that stole Haley's Haley's life. life. <laughs> um yeah, she'll 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 come back as well. Okay. Um Brooke, well Brooke's struggling with the the lack of commitment from Owen. Um and we have the scene with um obviously they're they're a slam ball, and then we have Nathan at the door. And Owen like pops his head around And they, they, they have all that Moment and it's it's quite silly But it's okay and then they have their awkward conversation On the sofa Um And we have multiple scenes of Brooke and, and like lots of Other people so she's making Peyton's wedding dress Peyton's her only customer at the moment as she's starting her new Line I guess Her own starting her own kind of Brand again and starting from the beginning Um and yeah, uh, what's his face? Jamie has found this kind of connection with Sam, and they they're getting on quite well. And and Sam's like the favourite um, at the moment. And Sam and Jamie sneak out, and they go off to a party, uh, and, and they trash you know Brooke's Brooks' store, and they destroy the 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 wedding dress and Brooks. She's grabbed her gun and she's, you know, <laughs> just in case it's the same burglars as before. Um, and, yeah, she she loses her shit quite rightly with Sam. I,
1: I can't believe when uh, Brooke goes into the store and, uh, you know, it's trashed and they're having the party and whatever. Firstly, I can't believe someone hadn't called the police or something because this is right on the high street. You know, it's not like yeah. people can He's see.
3: jumping out with and, skateboards.
1: Right, and that's super high, like, what a height. It was almost coming out of, like, shoulder height, like, <laughs> gifted skateboarder. But the, uh when she walks in and goes up to Sam, she's not even scared. She's, like, cocky, sort of stood at the, like, the, the checkout or the till or whatever. And it's not until later it kind of hits in. It's just like, wow, the balls on this kid... Um I hate it. I hate seeing it. The the bit that I love the most though is Jamie's little face when he's like doing the strobe lights. It's so good. Um I like really appreciate Yeah, I love it. I'm really appreciating Jamie on this watch, um which I never thought is something I would say, but maybe I was just a a uh what's the word? A jaded Hair? like yeah, a hater. I was a little. I was a hater at twenty twenty three. Yeah, Angela. <laughs> what do you think? I mean, if if you had fostered this kid and they'd done this to your store, like, what kind of treatment would you give them?
3: Uh, they would definitely be grounded. I'm not sure that I could have had as calm a response as Brooke did. Um, I thought she kind of handled it, you know, pretty well, especially with the grounding, which I think is exactly what Sam needs. Uh, but I probably would have lost my mind when I walked into the store and saw. You know this wedding dress that I'd been working so hard on with spray paint all over it, and a kid on a skateboard rolling around with said wedding dress, so I thought she did pretty well
1: definitely I mean that moment at the end where Sam thinks she's being kicked out and yep. she's saying, No, you're grounded and you're, uh, in fact, go to my room because the, the room. windows don't open. I was thinking, Why don't the windows open? And I thought, Maybe yeah. is that actually quite layered? And is, is it because she had them done like that for security because of her PTSD from being attacked?
3: Possibly. Poss- but why wouldn't you do the other windows too? Yeah. I, be my question. That. And
2: also, she, she hasn't got an escape route if there's an emergency. Mhm. So, it's
1: true. There's a fire or something. So just laid maybe lazy writing again, who maybe. knows. Yeah.
2: Just <laughs> just a bad plot hole again. <laughs> I we need to we need to jump back from b- before Sam trashing the place cuz like we well we can sign that bit off if you want to, but I thought I thought Brooks' reaction was was actually really good. It's like quite motherly and mm-hmm. you know you you don't why'd do you just just stop Assuming that that's it, and I'm going to kick you out, and you're you're done. That's not how I operate. You are, however, grounded. Yeah, and you're like so get in the bedroom. And... Yeah, and you're not leaving until I, you know, until you're 45. You know, so I think fair enough. And she really, really like lays into, her and that's good. And even Jamie, Jamie gets a bit of it as well. You know, like I don't blame you, but you know, I'm, I'm usually sneak out. Yeah, at you as well. You know, you you need to be. You know, you need to come and find me or say something. You don't if do leaving. that. You know, yeah. so that was good. It was a good motherly brook bits. That the, mm-hmm. the brook we we love was that brook. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. But we need to talk about the slant word. The fact that <laughs> love it. That, that was used.
0: Yeah. Prime My time new favorite
2: TV word. probably, and yeah, for well, One the, Tree Hill.
1: Dom's messaged me the word slant several times. Since this, I mean, the day after, at least Mm. twice, um, (laughs) it was like we add one tree hill added a word to his vocabulary. Nice, (laughs) how did they get away with it? I have no idea. I
0: don't know,
2: it would be interesting if to see if there were any like complaints.
1: Shall I I google the word slunt and see if what comes up? I mean,
2: really, in- yeah, it would actually be really interesting if it it came up as in, in reference to this episode. But, what
0: was the she?
1: First thing that comes. <laughs> the first thing that comes up is slunt in brackets, pure plural slunts, slang, vulgar, derogatory, rare, a very slutty person. Oh, there's also a rock band called Slunt. Oh, someone's put here, a slunt is a use of words, uh, a use of words, combined use of words for slut and C word used to describe a person, not exclusively a woman who is both promiscuous and an asshole.
3: That <laughs> <laughs> uh, pretty much sums it up. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, they were talking about Victoria, weren't they? Yeah. Yep. So definitely sums it up. She said, I
1: can't believe I signed my company over to that slunt. <laughs> Which, when you say it like that, like say it in, you know, our accent, also it doesn't make it sound that sound better. Um, yeah, <laughs> be crazy. Worse. Can't, I can't believe it. it. Doesn't sound worse. Oh, okay, that's no. good. I, I, I think sometimes that word can sound worse in a British accent. I uh, If someone says the c word here, it's completely frowned upon. Like, there's. Right, Dom. Unless you're in a very se- select crowd, um, I don't yeah, think you'd I... even hear it at a West Ham game. I don't think you'd oh. he- you would. Oh, I haven't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't heard it.
2: You're sitting in the wrong seats. <laughs> <laughs> you're not sitting next to me. <laughs> I'm only kidding. I'm kidding. But it's. Um, I think it's now. Like there's a lot of people that really, really don't like the word and really object to it, and it's it's a horrible word. It is a horrible word, but I think there's a lot of people that would use it as a um a, a, as <laughs> as like a, a like an everyday word, not like a greeting. I know that sounds weird, but I think I think people it's used a lot, lot more often than than than, than what I think you're thinking.
1: I heard it crazy amount when I was in Australia when I was like traveling. It was yeah a term of endearment.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think it's it's like that over here. They're
1: like, "Oh, you're a mad C-word yeah. and stuff like that, like over and over again. Like this is from a woman as well. Like this girl, <laughs> she's just like, "Oh, you're a fucking mad." C-. I can't. I'm not I think say it's it, different when go.
3: women say it. Um, not that that makes it right. Uh, it's kind of the same here in the states. There's select <laughs> groups that you'll hear the word much more often in, but it's not. A term
1: that you usually hear in, quote, polite conversation. No. oh well, yeah, or well, like Dom said on primetime TV. <laughs> exactly. Just, yeah. Wow. Well, exactly. But, yeah, good. Okay, have you got all the slunting out of your system, Dom?
2: <laughs> N- never, but, you know, for now, <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs>
1: you slunted enough word. for a Wednesday night. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, I I think you're right. This was the Brooke that we've been waiting for. Waiting for. Yeah, it was good. It's like a resurgence. Um, yeah. Is it are you? Are you feeling good about Brooke in this, Angela?
3: I am. She like I said, she and Peyton are my favorite uh, characters in the show. Um, Brooke for personal reasons, and Peyton just because I don't know. I think she's cool. I'm not really a fan of the way she dresses, but other than that, um definitely the brook that i know she can be kind of thing
1: yeah definitely and then there was a good good joke in there about how peyton dresses because sam was yep. wearing the same kind of Pretty clothing much the same I guess
3: thing. Was, yeah yeah saying had long that she sleeves and sam's were short
1: right so she was. kind of like dresses like a teenager yeah which well i can relate to that <laughs>
3: <laughs> me too <laughs> <laughs> yoga pants on a sweatshirt
1: okay yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, shall we talk about, well, we've got Nathan, slam ball. I mean, really? I guess to say there is he's just battered, isn't he? Um, And yeah. he'd be, he has to be sort of more physical. He has to be dunking because it is slam ball. And I guess he needs to um really go for it because the quicker he can go for it, the quicker he can hopefully prove himself and get back into basketball. But at the same time, he sort of has that point of showing to Haley that it's hard for him to play when she's sort of grimacing at him, and mm-hmm. he does it in that sort of clever way of sort of grimacing while she's playing piano, which I think is nice and sweet. And these are some like classic naily moments. Uh, I yep. mean, Don, were you enjoying the nailiness?
2: Get a metronome. What the fuck? Why was she tapping so much? she'd have what, one
1: surely don't know what a metronome yeah. is it's the,
0: it's
3: it's the little thing, thing that goes, thing. <laughs> t- 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 yeah it's the little thing that you see so on pianos
2: that can... ticks back and forth yeah so she she she, so she can like the same time but you know you know when she's tapping and then playing with one hand that's what she's like keeping time that's uh... what she's doing rather than just she would have a metronome if she plays the piano, piano enough ridiculous um but it was nice that they're that kind of family unit yes it's it's good to see and Nathan is like, leaps and bounds, isn't he? He's just such a such a different person. He's really, like, moved forward in his life. And it's just all the convincing that he has to do. It just gets a bit... It gets a bit, okay, it's, it's, we just do the same thing over and over again. Yeah, my back's fine, my back's fine, my back's fine. Which means his back eventually is not going to be fine. There's going to be something that happens that means, you know, his back's bloody broken or whatever and he can't play anymore. He has to stop or he pushes himself to a limit that... She's been warning him about, and it's gonna create that point of tension again, um, because he's gonna end up in a. He could potentially end up in a wheelchair, you know, and which is obviously what they're trying to avoid. But he's gonna keep playing the yes, I am absolutely fine and strong enough, and I can do this. Stop worrying about me, and she's never gonna stop worrying about him. And then all of a sudden, it is gonna go, kind of get to a scary point, and might might go horribly wrong. But I, I doubt it will get to a point of him becoming you know, fully disabled, but it might get to a point where it's like, okay, I've actually got to, I've actually got to completely stop now because every time I jump, I, I'm in, or every time I land, I, I'm in like absolute agony. Do but you? That think, might be when he gets back into normal basketball.
0: I, I'm not sure.
3: I was going to say, do you think he's ever going to make it back to the NBA then? Or do you think he'll just stay in flambor and not, not feel good enough I, to, I, to make it back?
2: I think it would be a bit of an irritating plot line for him to put all this effort in to then not make it back mm. into a team. And I think even if the... the What was the guy's name? The, the general manager of the team that got in touch with him.
1: Bobby. Bob? Yeah. It, uh.
2: it, even if he got in touch with him and said, hey, look, look, here's here's some tapes or whatever, or hey, have you been watching me play slam ball? Look, I'm fit enough, I'm strong enough. Why don't you give me a chance on the team rather than um, as the coach? And like he might get that opportunity there. That's that's something that, that could potentially happen. So that that would be interesting to see. Just like if he gave Slamble a go for a little while, gets in touch with Bobby. Is like you've been watching because I reckon I could I could do proper basketball now as a as a player. Mm-hmm. Um, and the guy's like, okay, I'll give you a shot. And then yeah, brings him in. And then Whitey's his coach, and yeah, it's all beautiful. It's all You've got it all planned and, you know. out. <laughs> uh, that's the way I want it to happen. Okay,
3: okay. <laughs> okay. Maybe you're right. Maybe Whitey comes back. We're, we'll find we out. See? Yeah, we shall see. <laughs> I'd love. He
2: he needs to come back. He's got to. There's there's mm. got to be, like, I mean, the the shit that's going to happen with Lucas. The only man that can fix that is Whitey. Surely.
3: What do you mean the, <sighs> the shit? No man- what what shit are you referring to?
2: Well, the geyser that um,
1: wait. Don't get there yet. Don't get Uh, there yet. (laughs) We're almost there. I want that to be the beautiful pudding. We call dessert pudding (laughs) here, Angela. Lovely pudding. Yes. Or if you're my dad, a lovely bit of afters.
3: (laughs) (laughs) It's also what we
1: call it's what we call pudding afters. Yeah, you have it after dinner.
3: And you call everything pudding, right? Like no matter what it is, if it's cake or pie or cookie or uh, yeah,
2: if you're having it at that specific time, then it's pudding. So if you're okay. having it after your main meal, then yeah, it's pudding. No matter what it is.
3: So, so what happens, this, Simon? What yeah. happens if I get up at like two o'clock in the morning and I want a piece of leftover cheesecake? Is it still called pudding, or is it I'm eating a piece of cheesecake?
2: Uh, that's that would be cheesecake. Okay, but it was your but it was your pudding. Gotcha.
0: With leftover pudding.
1: So, yeah. It was previously yeah, yeah, yeah. pudding but now <laughs> yeah, now it's cheesecake. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. <laughs>
0: okay. I like to know. Dessert's a my favorite. Question.
2: Oh.
1: That is that is a good question. Okay. Well yeah. wait, I just wanna be sure. Have we got everyone else before we get into Lucas and this last thing? Is there anyone we've missed?
3: What's uh, about Millie and Haley,
1: yeah, she's Haley. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. they go and see Making q's baby. grave that's nice yeah, yeah that's very sweet that's sweet that i yeah.
2: i couldn't work out why the hell they were there i was like why that why have they put this in why have they gone to see q's grave and then obviously it becomes obvious later on because yeah. jamie has has to say sam is nice she's like q but you know she's, she's and, just and the whole point of having that scene which which it just felt really random and i was watching it a, today when i was when i was on a train on my way back i was thinking why is this scene in this episode it makes no sense why why have they just dropped in like obviously it's a nice thing to go and see q but there has to be a reason for this and then near the end of the episode you get the reason so it was it was i was quite pleased that they did bring that together and it actually had kind of some closure to it otherwise i've been like what was the fucking point in that but yes mm-hmm. it made sense so that was it was good it was it was nice that they added that in.
3: yeah i agree
1: and is just on that po- that point, it was uh a good point of yeah, Sam is a nice kid deep down doing bad things. How is that how did he put it? How how did Hades put it? it? Was nice She's to... a
3: slunt at the moment,
2: but
1: she's <laughs> <No>. okay. <really. laughs> she just I needs a need bit a, of pudding.
3: No l- bit of pudding, a little bit of cheesecake at two Solve
1: all your probably. Yeah. Uh she's she's a good kid that's scared to be good or something scared like that scared to be good or
3: something like that I believe yeah
1: yeah so there's so anyone it. listening on your phone and you have the YouTube app or whatever go to YouTube and put in Jim Carrey love love or fear and there's like a free it's like three minutes and it's a speech he did at like some like a college graduation or something and it's a really great speech but the whole point of it is that everything in life you either choose to do it through love or through fear and uh it's really poignant particularly to this point but the point of it basically is that exactly that to choose love most people choose fear try and choose love and that's basically exactly what that's what Q ended up doing, right? And that's where Sam's at. So I
3: love you that.
1: Thank you, Angela. I don't <laughs> think Dom liked it at all, but that's because he's a slump bitch. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Poor Dom. You I didn't didn't feel like it, everybody you, pick on you, Dom.
2: <laughs> it's life. It's life. It to me for my entire life, and it will probably continue. <laughs> okay. Fair. I'll fair get him back in my own way. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Oh, That's no, who's going
2: to catch
1: before. me at the gas station?
2: <laughs> Ship for your letterbox.
1: <laughs> wow.
2: Wow.
1: Really. I actually have, but I don't have a letterbox. Do you know, you, we've had this whole conversation of, like, you'd be on my outside one. It might be there for days. I forget to check it, Dom.
2: <laughs> I'm going to put some slunts in there. Just, I'm just going to write the word slunt on several of times on, like, <laughs> bits of paper and just post it to you around your ass. I'm not I'm
1: telling you my new address.
2: <laughs> I'll find it. Like you said, it's only round the corner. I'll just drive up and down until I find it. <laughs> this is what I have to deal with, Angela. Terrible.
1: I'm sorry. And it's
3: terrible. It is terrible.
1: Thank you. <laughs> Some people well, skids, man.
3: That...
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Facts. Well, <laughs> let's talk about the main event. Lucas, <clears throat> His book's getting optioned. That's exciting. Twist of events.
0: Yeah, it's not, not the, the comment.
1: Commit. No one's reading that sci-fi piece of shit. We're no. talking about
3: <laughs> Lindsay read
1: Unkindness it. of Lindsay. She liked it. She was the only one that liked it. We're talking about an unkindness of Ravens, the classic. That's a good twist, Dom. I don't think you saw that coming, did you? What do you?
2: What twist?
1: Oh, didn't even see the twist the point was that he, they thought he was going to option the book of optioning the comet but for the movie but it's oh, not the comet yeah. it's the unkindness of ravens that's a, that's yeah, a mini yeah. twist it's a mini twist uh, in the tale before we get to the big right. twist it's a wrinkle in the road oh gosh oh gosh but then we get the road the path Lucas charming man arrives have we been told his name of course we've Randomly been told his name What's... at
3: Lucas's house let's talk about how he got Lucas's home address. Get
2: kind a of creepy, Julian?
1: Julian, Julian Baker. Yes, and okay. yes, you're right, Angela. He does. He he just appears, but he is very charming. Very. He's very very not charming. No, no, definitely not, and. Yeah, he sort of worms his way in, gets Lucas at trick, makes a joke about it being a dive bar, ha ha ha. Uh And Lucas doesn't quite get the sense of humor. If anything, he is kind of uh showing up Lucas to be kind of a bit stiff, isn't he? Um Yep. And I re I always remember from this entrance, always really liking him, like liking the oh okay, he's got some I think the the actor, Austin Butler, is really like watchable and likable, but he's got a good some good charm, some good energy, something something interesting going on here. Mm-hmm. He's selling him, is selling him. Oh, you know, you'll get six figures if you write this. You can write the screenplay, three hundred thousand. For writing it, another three hundred thousand when the movie gets made, and guess what, Angela? I will get this movie made. This is basically what I said. This is my pitch to Dom for doing the podcast. I will get this <laughs> podcast made. Paul Johansson will call me Ellen. I'm telling you this. Nice. Um, and but then there's the twist. Signs the contract. We should bring Peyton. Without reviewing it.
3: No lawyers. Not a smart businessman.
1: Yeah, they threw in that one line of my agent says I'd be crazy not to sign this. But I think Mm -hmm. we've got to just put that down to it being TV, right? So, So we can get to the drama. And then he leaves the room to go make a call and then Peyton comes in. Now, Dom, let me throw it to you because you said at this point and I noticed on the recording, this is when your face started making that twitch. That, yeah, that look there were you you're piecing something together, but did you mm-hmm. piece it together?
2: I think so, I think if you'd have paused at that point i would have i would have that would have been my guess that Peyton and him have a history, and they have had a relationship, and even when she's surprised at it not being the comet and it being the the Ravens book, she looks. Oh, really? And to me, like on second watch and reflection, that's a shit. What was his name? Julian. I was going to say call him Jason. Julian used to bang on about the book all the time because I had so many copies of it and so on and so forth. So what's he, is that him? Do you think? And and then later on, she's like, oh, you, you know, and then bumps into him and it's like, what are you doing here? You know, you can't be here sort of thing. So I, 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 yeah, I I think at the time when we were watching it last week, I was like, uh, okay, it, it, like the penny dropped when, um, Peyton like he says, "Oh, Peyton's on her way," Lucas, I think, and then he goes, "Oh, okay, great, what? Blah 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 blah." I need to go make a quick call. Doesn't wait, and he's like, "Oh, you should remind me," I need to go and he's going to get a call. He disappears, so mm-hmm. that, that, that that the the initial meeting between Peyton and himself will be separate. Like he was looking for. do that, if, yeah, exactly. Or, or like he he need, he wanted to be out of the frame, away from Lucas, so Lucas doesn't see that initial reaction, because mm-hmm. the reaction would be, "What the fuck are you doing here?" Um, and Lucas would pick up on it straight away. So yeah. he needs to to be out of the way, so that he can have that. I'm here, you know. I'm going to ruin your life for the next six months, and you know, kind of go with it from there. Um, yeah, so that's kind of all i think really so you think (laughs) he's gonna ruin
3: peyton's life for
2: six months no no i I think his intention is like he loved Peyton, was in love they were together in that four-year gap um for for some of it, not for all of it but for some of it or they had a a thing or you know there's some sort of relationship between them and um it went wrong, they split up. Payton, you know, loves a drama, so you know, that <laughs> probably it probably didn't last long. And going back to um Tree Hill was obviously not not easy for him and he's been looking for a way to get back to her. So I, I think it will eventually become clear to Lucas that they were together previously and and now that he's Signed into this for six months, that, that he's not going to be able to get rid of him, so it's just going to be really like awkward between them and and quite tense. But this is also the kind of thing that also turns around into being something positive eventually down the line. So it, it could be a good thing for them as well. So you uh, think I, it's going to be a point of tension for at least three episodes? <laughs>
3: yeah. Do <Okay. laughs> you think Lucas is going to be mad that Peyton didn't tell him?
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Almost certainly. Yeah. He'll get on his high horse when he's probably done exactly the same thing at some point.
3: I'm sure he has.
0: Well, Andrew, what's
1: your, without going into too much detail, I get, of course, but what is your initial response to Julian as a character or how do you feel about him?
3: Just based on this episode, I thought, again, kind of like you said, very charismatic, Not not bad to look at. Definitely, I think he's going to be a troublemaker. I think he's going to cause some tension between Lucas and Peyton and, um, you know, maybe some other characters, too. We'll see where the story goes. But I definitely thought he was a troublemaker. Did not see it coming the first time I watched it. It was one of those kind of moments for me, um, if I remember. it's I don't know. It's been a while since I first watched the show. But uh, I think that he's going to make things interesting. I think he's got a good sense of humor just based on the silly jokes that he's made. Um while well, he was trying to convince Lucas, you know, playing um playing pool and taking the shots and oh I have a thing for dive bars, have you ever been here kind of thing? Um I think he's gonna bring some some needed humor to a show that is very <laughs> heavy on the drama. Sometimes overly heavy.
1: Yeah.
2: They they tried it with all the meta stuff, didn't they? All mm-hmm. well, they're talking about the, the CW, girls from the CW. Yeah. Be, at least they'll be hot. And, yeah. you know, I want th- this person, that person. Oh, do you know, they always get people that Child are beef. older to play yeah. teenagers. Mm-hmm. And they, there was a lot of that, which, you know, was okay. Huh, Quick chuckle, stuff, but... Yeah, even, even, like, Chad again did the... <laughs> which was so <laughs> annoying. Like, to Nathan. Yeah. But, um julian seems like he's gonna bring a bit of energy and Mm -hmm. a bit of like a spanner in the works in their relationship a bit but i think they'll still end up getting married and yes i want drama is this is it going to be enough for peyton's life the drama i mean i'm not sure because you know disaster follows her so everywhere she goes bad will happen yeah yeah
3: do you still Um, think that um lucas and peyton will get married
2: yes yeah 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 you don't think it's gonna stop the wedding like to to be right like Lindsay. no it'll be a point a point of tension but it will still happen okay uh the the, there's something that's kind of playing on my mind a little bit and it's the fact that simon knew his the actor's name and very quickly said his name which i've already forgotten makes me then think that there's longevity to this character so i now think that this character is probably in it, it until the end I could
1: tell you loads <laughs> of people's names.
2: Simon, normally when we watch, there'll be a one-off person or someone that's in it for three episodes, and you're like, Who the, who's this person? And you'll, you'll like, tippy-tap away and find their name. But this person, <laughs> you you knew straight away, but, which, which says to me, he's in it for a while. But what's
1: to say I haven't tried to, like, get him on the podcast or something, yeah. or say that I, uh, even if he's just in that one episode, or...
2: He's not going to be in that one episode In a handful
1: handful of episodes Or what's to say He was also in The Walking Dead He was also in Glory Road Which is a movie that that was pretty good And some other things Dominic are you forgetting Who the fucking colonel is here You little slum bitch Are you forgetting You put some respect on my name Out here I'll have you down to private like as if yes Colonel you thank you, Angela. I'm so sorry I had to do that in front of you, Dominic, will you apologize to Angela for your disrespect,
2: Angela, I'm so sorry, I didn't mean to ruin your episode, thank you With my disrespect.
3: Thank you, that's very kind.
1: unnecessary <laughs> <laughs> Wow, anything we haven't got to, let's get in judgments, Wait. sorry, Dom, yes.
2: Wait, sorry, now, did I cut
1: you off. You're gone
2: because I think Julian is going to be in this for a while. Oh yeah, that doctor that Brooke never got with, that I thought she'd end up with, he's the doctor now. He's not a doctor, but he's the love interest. Brooke's love interest eventually. What? Why are you laughing at me? What? So so do you remember there was the doctor that fixed Angie? Was it Angie? Yeah.
3: The baby parts. Do- yes. yeah.
2: And I was like, Oh, like, they're getting a bit too familiar. Yeah. And his name was like Callum or whatever. We got it like wrong, it. yeah, we
1: got it no, wrong so
0: many
2: Ethan
1: Yes. So,
2: that's how memorable he was, Callum. Um, <laughs> right, I thought they wouldn't there would be a bit of a love interest there. Owen's sniffing around But I don't think Owen's got much <laughs> much <laughs> <laughs> sniffing around He's sniffing around But I don't think He's got much time left I think Owen's got Other plans And commitments In his life Might get back With Brooke for a bit But then he's gonna Disappear I, th- I think I think Owen is A uh, few more episodes Maybe end of season 6 If he's lucky
1: What about but FFC I th-
2: Let me get No no He's not coming back Oh god Absolutely not We will see well, I we hope not see. anyway <laughs> I hope not But really I now think of Julian No I now think Julian Is now going to fill that void So I thought the doctor And Brooke would have A relationship I now think Julian And Brooke are going to have The relationship All because you seem to know His name That's life. bullshit That's not somebody. bullshit You're What bullshit. How
3: would that work though Because Simon, if if Julian is Peyton's ex, how could Brooke be with Peyton's ex? That like totally goes against the girl code.
2: Well Peyton's with Lucas uh with Lucas, that's Brooke's ex.
3: That's true, but Peyton had a thing for him first. See, it's very complicated when you talk about women and what's okay and what's not.
2: <laughs> yeah, but that like Pey- Peyton will forgive because that's what she does. She's like, Oh, I'm happy and married or whatever. Okay. Or she'll be dead.
3: Or she'll be dead
2: oh wow yeah and then it's like oh, she's dead now we can get together
3: that's a stretch okay <laughs> <laughs> julian right. killed her julian yeah. killed her mm-hmm. in the woods
1: all I'll because bat. i knew know his name yep
2: i don't think i per simon i don't think if he was in the in one tree hill even to the end of season six i don't think you would have known his name
1: sam ricketts I,
2: it's all based on this. And that's
1: not her name. What is it? What's Sam's name? Ashley Rickards. Isn't
2: Richards. that Sam? Yeah, but she's
1: Rickards. Yeah, but is that she's Sam?
2: In it for like a season at least, surely.
1: Meow. Maybe.
2: <laughs> so the pe I think you've you've given this away, Simon. How? I'm like because I know his
1: name. Bullshit. Simon doesn't know. We'll, we'll, knows lots of we'll find out.
2: Yeah. He also knows nothing. <laughs>
3: Well, let us know,
2: let's get in, who's Jon Snow?
3: Game of Thrones?
2: Game of Thrones.
1: Oh, I don't know that.
2: You know know nothing Jon Snow? That's quite a famous line
0: from... Yep.
1: Well, I I, I obviously don't. Let's get into (laughs) judgments, but first, it, Dominic. I'm just giggling, sorry. Oh, I don't want you giggling right now. Sorry, Colonel,
2: (laughs) I (laughs) apologise.
1: Uh, was that said sarcastically? No, no that, that was a so. tiny it bit wasn't. of...
3: No, I think that was sarcastic. Angela.
1: You saw that. <laughs> I did. Dom, I'm going to need you to take your index finger. No, okay, this is your first <laughs> offence. I'm going to take your pinky finger. Yeah. Let me see it. Other hand. Left. Yeah, I mean. that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want you to very slowly... <laughs> put it into your eye slowly keep going now faster now poke it in your eye yes yes how did that feel
2: it wasn't nice it wasn't a nice experience right
1: now remember that next time you use a tone of disrespect Uh, apologies (sighs) so sorry Angela (laughs) thank
3: you thank you
1: we're 35
3: hmm
1: we never too far. If you enjoyed this episode of the podcast, and how could you not? Oh, my bad. If you enjoyed this episode of the podcast, and how could you not? Check us out. <laughs> Ravenshoops.net. Why, Dom? Because basketballs go through hoops. But Angela, they also go through
3: net.
1: Ravenshoops.net is what's for pudding. Angela, who is your favorite performer of this episode?
3: Oh gosh. Um I'm gonna have to say Jamie. I thought he that he did a really good job and his reactions were kind of spot on with, with what was happening.
1: Excellent. Jackson Brundage. Jackson so, Brundage, Dom, yes, I thank know you. The names. He's
2: in it for a couple of seasons at least, so is you're going though? to know his name. Maybe
3: he dies too. Maybe Julian just goes off the mm-hmm. handle and kills everybody. <laughs>
2: massacring kids (laughs) season season seven is just a completely new (laughs) cast (laughs) dom favorite performer yes um whatever his name is that played julian i'm gonna go with him what was his name
1: austin butler
2: Austin butler wait
1: that's the dude from elvis see i got his name wrong dom
2: well, you seem so confident.
1: I don't so I don't actually know what his name is. It's Austin something. Austin I've been somebody. saying Elvis his name.
2: Is it Austin No, I don't yes. even know
1: what it is. Right. <laughs> Fuck you, Dom. See, I've been saying I've been saying Elvis' name the whole night.
2: Well that
1: throws my theory out of the water
2: then, doesn't it? I'll look his name up. I don't think it Okay. You seem so confident with it. And I don't fucking know, so... (laughs) I can't believe that. Yeah, Austin Butler. Jesus. It's
1: Austin Nichols.
2: (sighs) Happy now? Well, him. Austin Nichols was my favourite performer of the episode. But no, I'm not happy because it's ruined my life. But who was yours? Uh, He is
1: mine too. Um, I'll just give a shout out to the... (laughs) Don't laugh. I'll give a shout out to... uh, Is it... What's the girl's name? Is it Ashley Rickards that plays Sam? I'm sorry if I'm getting that wrong also. But her, who plays Sam, because I thought her crying was really good at the end when she thought she was getting thrown out, but she wasn't. Sophia Bush was also really good as well, but yeah, I'm going with Austin Nichols. Angela, who was your favourite character of the episode?
3: Brooke. Brooke Davis generally my favorite character, I thought she did uh, a really good job Um, and I liked seeing her as the assertive Brooke instead of sort of the wishy-washy that she's been over the past few episodes and kind of like "Mm," because I know that she's a strong, independent person Um, and so I like seeing her in in that way.
1: Yeah. Good good call. Dom?
2: Exactly the same. I picked Brooke. Uh, It was kind of the Brooke we've needed for a while and it's good to see she's been that like motherly figure uh, and taking a bit of control so yeah Brooke what about you son
1: slightly different I went with Brooke Penelope Davis yeah full named it it's just different because I added a middle name in Uh, (laughs) I wanted to throw you off the scent Yeah, she was wonderful in this episode it was like a, a great Brooke episode I thought it was really good and her acting was really good and her voice was less annoying, so that's mm-hmm. a plus. Mm-hmm. Angela, who's your favorite background performer?
3: <laughs> the kid yeah. with the wedding dress on on the skateboard. Angela,
2: please <laughs> allow me one line or less.
1: He, didn't he doesn't, say doesn't anything. have it takes. much to do on this
2: podcast.
3: <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't say anything, does he?
2: I do. Simon says. <laughs> No, you
1: both getting confused. I Angela think so. thinks you're oh, talking oh, about the kid oh, on the no. skateboard. No,
2: skateboarder has, says nothing, but Simon <laughs> always says... Background, background performer. performer. Oh, I'm and so sorry. One line or less.
3: I'm so sorry, like, Dom. Please accept the my, on the skateboard. my heartfelt apologies for interrupting me. I'm so sorry. <laughs> and Angela,
1: the kid on the skateboard pink, in the wedding dress. <laughs> take your pinky on your right hand. <laughs> it in my eye <laughs> no, I'm joking, please don't no, I was going no. to, to dog, Will- <laughs> was gonna get Dom to wet Willie I was going to get Dom to wet Willie himself but he's got headphones <laughs> in so it was going to, yeah that's it um, okay, yeah, the kid on the skateboard yeah, good call, Dom?
0: It, uh,
2: exactly the same, kid on the skateboard with a wedding dress on Simon?
1: I actually went with a very specific person from Slam Ball. When Mouth and Millie and Gigi are having their, you know, interactions, awkwardness, by the side of the court, over Mouth's shoulder is kind of like an old dude that's like grey hair. He's got a goatee and he's wearing a T-shirt and it says Bouncers on it, which is the name of the team that they're playing against. And... He's just doing a he's just doing a good job of pretending to be interested in what's <laughs> going on, and I was like that's my dude right there, so nice. yeah him Angela, what was your favorite line of the episode?
3: My favorite line of the episode was uh so I, two one of them is nonverbal when Nathan was making the faces at Haley. I thought that was pretty cute. Um, But my favorite line is when Jamie's going down the list of all the adventures that he's been on. He's been kidnapped by a crazy nanny and he's been run through a cornfield and this, that, and the other. I don't have the exact quote in front of me. I'm sorry.
1: No, no, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. I like that moment too. That's always good. And it's always a good callback to, you know, what's happened and it's kind Mm -hmm. of calling out its own craziness, isn't it? So yeah,
2: that's fun. Dom. Um, uh, I, I just want to like shout out to to Brooke's line where she calls Sam like teenage Nanny carry or mm-hmm. something like that. I thought that was quite funny, but I actually went with the slunt line because <laughs> you know you've you've just got to. So yeah, Good uh, I went with that. What about you, big man?
1: I'm gonna say shout out to the slunt. I mean, it's obviously <laughs> featured heavily on this podcast now and maybe forever in our lives. The slunt special podcast. place yeah i dom, I'm pretty sure whichever one of us goes in life first, the other one's gonna put you know on on the grave it will say like you know son, brother, father
2: slunt,
0: slunt <laughs>
1: yeah
2: well, with your track record, it'd probably be <laughs> what i've been in a, I've
1: been married for ten years,
2: no, I mean, just with how ill you've been. You're gonna go
1: first. Right, I thought you were saying I was (laughs) like a slutty man. Um, But no, you're actually just saying I'm gonna die. Yeah.
3: Just wait till you hit your 40s, guys. I'm just saying.
1: Oh, God. What happens in your 40s?
3: All sorts of things you thought would never happen. You know, break a hip. I have a friend who just broke his hip skateboarding.
0: Oh, dear. So.
2: I mean, I wouldn't skateboard in your now. in I'm your forties. Not going to do it in my forties. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Probably a wise choice. He thought he still could. Think, yeah. You. You know.
2: Good warning,
3: though. Yeah.
1: Good warning. Um, my line is I liked. I can't remember it exactly, but uh, Nathan said to Owen, "You know, if you made ni- you know, ninety nine out of a hundred mistakes, ninety nine of them would be, you know, losing Brooke." The other one of them would be that haircut or the <laughs> drug addiction. <laughs> I thought, I thought it was a Yeah. Or the, yeah, definitely the mustache. Um, what about your favorite song of the episode, Angela?
3: Uh, the first song when they were playing the slam ball. Um, I'm so, ha- I don't know what the name of it is or the, I apologize. I did not do sufficient research to be on this podcast today, but the, I'm um, so happy. I'm so happy. <laughs>
1: song? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know the one that you mean. So that's okay. a good choice. And Dom?
2: Uh, I picked Let's Dance to Joy Division by the Wombats. Mm. Of course. And what about you, Simon?
1: I'd take the song that was playing in the party, just because I like Jamie's little face as it was going <laughs> to it. Um, which is great. And then last but not least is the Precious rating (laughs) Angela did you have a number in mind before we started this conversation I did and did it increase decrease or stay the same
3: it stayed the same
1: excellent and Dom same question
2: Uh, I have a number and it stayed the same what about you Simon
1: same yeah I had a number stayed the same so after three, we will deliver our numbers in unison and then we will debate, agree, and then leave. Ready? <laughs> One,
2: two, three, seven. seven.
1: Eight. Ooh. Wow. So for clarity, myself and Angela were both at a seven. Dom was at an eight. Start with you then, Dom.
2: Well, I, I think the the... Julian's stuff is is really interesting I think it's really it's really good element I'm actually looking forward to watching the next episode to see how that dynamic kind of starts to unravel unfold a little bit more the control he now has over Lucas's book the fact that Lucas won't be able to get away from that like contractually and legally Um, is he going to screw over Lucas I probably think not um, but he is going to make things really difficult for Lucas and Peyton's relationship and that's going to be like a really interesting dynamic. Brooke in the episode was was brilliant, um, being the Brooke that we all kind of miss and need and want rather than all the like annoying shit that she's done for so long. Um, so it's good to kind of have like that side of Brooke back. I liked the, I, I kind of like the fact that Derek was back, but like As Angela had said and, and we kind of said Throughout the episode it would have been good To have contact points with Derek throughout um, Rather than it just Being a surprise but it's going to be interesting To see kind of what concert Gets put on or what band was big at the time And, and ends up in the show Or was like up and coming and ends up in the show So that's interesting and something to look forward to uh, I just think the episode like To be fair I take off all the fucking GG Mouth shit to be fair um So I think maybe maybe seven is is, is a more accurate reflection uh, of the number. But I actually watched the episode and thought it was pretty good. I quite enjoyed it. I thought there's a lot of funny moments. A lot of like Haley and Nathan stuff was really good. um a- And I felt like for the first time in a-, a little while, the good outweighed the bad. So it deserved you know a better score from me this week. So yeah, that's why I went with with eight. I'm happy to join you guys if you don't think it's an eight but I'll leave that up to you. What do you, what do you think?
1: What do you think Angela?
3: I think about uh, about the
1: episode and everything.
3: Yeah. I think I really enjoyed the parts where Brooke showed her strong nature again. That was really good for me. Um, I think Julian's going to bring some, some interest to the show instead of um, maybe some comic relief. I enjoyed the things with Jamie and Sam as well. um, And the, the quirky little jokes. Oh, Hey, I can call Natalie Portman or, you know i hope they don't get somebody from the cw they're snots. but you know look at how old these kids are um i could definitely go up to an eight the thing that really brought it down for me was the creepy stuff with mouth and Gigi. i just don't enjoy that um it's just it's gross to me um but i could definitely go go for an eight i think that it was a good setup for what's to come in the future with you know the uso show and who's going to show up and again who was popular at the time and what What's that going to look like? And is there going to be any future interaction with Derek and Peyton? Sorry for the dog. Um, And, you know, what's going to happen with Julian and um, Peyton and Lucas? What's what's that going to look like? Is he going to be here for a long time? Is he going to be here only for the next couple episodes to represent six months and make uh, their life a living hell? What's going to happen? I'm excited to see.
1: Yeah, for sure. And... (laughs) I I I really I really enjoyed this episode. I think I I really like the Julian stuff. So I mean, for that alone, I'm happy to go to an eight. Um, so, but Angela, can we get you to an eight?
3: Yes, yeah, absolutely.
1: Okay, and then I I'm think there. This is a first. Dom's yeah, there. there. we've had it a couple of times, one or two. Th- the early days of season five was it i mean i was going super low and you were going <laughs> quite high so i think we've had it before but not for a while but it's nice to have a good solid eight season six we're loving it we're in the mix you're giving us some of your best one tree hill we pitch you the ball you knock it up out of the park this one at least we're calling it an eight and to that it's been great to spend time with you talk with you Get your insight. Talk thank about you. pudding slunts and what afters Slums, means.
3: Cheesecake. Yep. Great to speak to both of you. good things. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Thank. Thank you so much for your support. Thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate thank it Thank you for
3: doing the podcast. It's It's awesome to have somebody who enjoys the show, um, like I do, and who is you know, going to talk about it and and slunts and other things too. It's It's a good a good listen.
2: <laughs> slunts and all. <laughs> slunts
3: and all. See, even the dog is. Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, thank, thank you so much, uh, Angela. It's been amazing to have you on. And seasons one to five of our podcast is lacking because you didn't feature, but six to nine <laughs> will, will be will, will be the best. So yeah, it's, it's been brilliant having you on, and thank you so thank much. Thank
0: you, thank
1: you. But, but Angela, before you go, before we get out of here, Dom needs to hit us with our ravens chant. Please let us know what accent, what's he, what impression, what is he going to perform for you?
3: Can you do an American Southern accent? Mom?
2: I hate this. <laughs> so I just try and whitey it. <laughs> yeah, try
3: and whitey it. You know, say y'all a lot, and you'll be fine. Y'all, and bless your heart. Bless your heart.
2: Bless your heart.
3: <laughs> Not very good. Very good.
0: Where's
2: your heart? Here? Where's your heart, y'all? You
1: think of you know, in the office when you're like, there's been a murder. In
0: <laughs> Savannah. Savannah.
1: Yeah.
2: Savannah, where um, Drake goes to live. Oh,
1: yeah. Good cool Good cool back. Good memory.
2: We'll go, we'll go with that. I'll do that voice. Is okay. that acceptable? Angela? Absolutely.
3: Can't wait.
0: Okay, we'll go
2: with that. Well, here we go, folks. Let's do Raven's. Oh, three!
1: Oh yeah, yeah.
2: y'all. <laughs> re- re- y- y'all ready? Oh yeah! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. One. One, two, and three. Uh huh. Ravens.
1: Ravens.
0: Ravens.